the minute that I came to St. Matthew's, I felt the sincerity of the congregation. Our life has changed in such a good way since being here, and that may sound cliche, um, but it truly has. We meet people every Sunday when you come. It's always somebody new coming in. St. Matthew's, to me, is a place of refuge. Coming to church has always felt safe. It's like definitely a, a place where I feel comfortable. I was led to the church because I, I felt like he was speaking to me. For me, it's definitely a place of love, and um, it's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending uh, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthew's, but also that it has in our community. I tell people, is they're seeing the difference in me and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband, we going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthew's in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. It's, it's home. All right, guys. So let's, let's settle down some. We need you to sing this song with us. Listen up. Listen up. thankful for all that you've done for us, Lord, for all things seen and unseen, how you've kept us and never left us, Lord. For this, we say thank you this morning, Lord. We just come here this morning to give you all the praise, glory, and honor simply because you've been that good, Lord. 
There's none like you, Lord. So we give you all the praise, glory, and honor. We lift your name, Jesus. We magnify you. We lift you higher. We're excited about the Lord Jesus Christ this morning, Lord. We we ask that you come in and superintend in our service, Lord, and, and just anoint us with your presence this morning, Lord. Lord, make our, make our praise just a, a sweet-smelling savor to you, Lord. We just lift the name of Jesus this morning, Lord. We ask that you encourage those who may be going through some things this morning, Lord. Encourage us, Lord. Help us to keep our focus on Jesus as we go through because only he can pull us through. Only he can carry us through, Lord. Hallelujah. Only he can deliver us from our situations, Lord. And we actually thank you for those situations, Lord, because they are designed for our good. You have custom designed those situations, Lord, so that we may become better servants, better better praises, Lord, better worshipers, Lord, and touch somebody who may not be saved so that they may ask, what must I do to be saved, Lord? Touch our pastors. He delivers the word, Lord. Prepare our hearts to receive, Lord, and share with others, Lord. Continue to protect, place a hedge of protection around this church, and we will continue to give you all the praise, glory, and honor. It's in Jesus' name we pray this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you know he's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, amen? And everything in between, too, amen? Alpha and Omega.
got our front, he's got our back. And everything in between. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for his goodness. We thank the Lord for his mercy. God, you're good. We cannot say it enough. Lord, you're good. Hallelujah. 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 How I many of you know we're going to bless the Lord at all times? His praise, his praise, his praise shall continually be what? In our mouth. Amen. Hallelujah. I bless the Lord.
means he's the highest. He's Lord of Lords. All things were made by him, and without him was nothing made that was made. Can I get a witness? He's the Son of God and God the Son. He's the Alpha, and he is the Omega. He's the beginning, and he is the ending. He's Jehovah Jireh, the one who provides. He's Jehovah Emkadesh. He's Jehovah Sink Canoe. He's El Eliyah. He's El Shaddiah. The Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. The Lord is great and greatly to be praised. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy. This world's going to hell, but only those who are saved, blood washed, blood bought, born again, will see his face. Bless the name of Jesus. You may be seated. We have multiple scriptures and prayer. Church, say amen. All right, all right, all right. One to seven, Psalm 32, one to seven. Blessed is he whose transgressions is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit 
there is no God. When I kept silent, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night, thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer. Selah. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Selah. For this shall everyone that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. Verse 7. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Selah. Second scripture is found in Psalm 51. Psalm 51, verses 1 through 7. If you have it, say amen. Verse 1 reads Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercy. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. That thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, I desired truth on the inward parts, and in the hidden part of thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Verse 7, purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Let us pray. Father, we come to you this morning first to thank you for who you are. Thank you for the many blessings you bestowed upon us, Father. You have given us eternal life, and we are so thankful for that, Father. That's something we couldn't earn, couldn't buy, just to ask for. Come to you for salvation, Father. Oh, Lord, we pray for this country as a whole, Father. This country needs healing. This country needs justice. This country needs you, oh, Lord Jesus. We need healing in this country, Father, from the uttermost to the guttermost, Father. We just thank you. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for those that are here this morning. Thank you for those that know you and the pardoning of their sin. And, Lord Jesus, we come to you and ask that you would let the pastor's voice go out. Let your word convict them in their heart that know not Jesus Christ and the pardoning of their sins that they might come to you this day to ask for salvation. Father, we pray for our pastor, for his family. Lord, we know that Satan would desire nothing better than to bring down our pastor. Put a hedge of protection.
protection around him, Father. He's our pastor. We love him, Lord Jesus. We want him to stay healthy. We want this church to grow back to where it was, Father. We want ministries to be restored, Father. We want people saved. We want people to know in Williamstown that St. Matthew's Baptist Church is about the lordship of Jesus Christ and him only. He's not the... uh, only attraction here. He is the attraction. There's no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved, and that's of the name Lord Jesus. So anyhow, we say as a people, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Amen?
The Lord is good, and he's a stronghold in the time of trouble. And Nahum says, he knoweth them that trust in him. And we know that all things, turn to your neighbor and say all things, good, bad, ugly, up and down, in and out, are working together for the good for them that love the Lord and them that are called according to his purposes. Praise the Lord. What a choir sound real good this morning. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm, uh, I'm back. Praise his name. I want to thank one of our pastoral sons. We had 10 of them. Uh, Pastor Tom Dawson, awesome, awesome, awesome preacher, awesome pastor. Thank God for him standing in for me. And uh, I told him, I said, don't tell them folk didn't get bit by a snake and live. I said, you better take that in context. But uh, the Lord is good. I want to thank God from whom all blessings flow. And I've got a little break. Thankful. As I get older, I need more breaks. So I don't break my neck. Praise the Lord. God is so good. And uh, his mercy. Thank my lovely wife. Praise God. She's been with me 35 years, and I know why she stays, because I'm so good-looking. I, I understand that. I understand. Praise the Lord. God is good. She over there praying. Praise God. Lord is, Lord is strong. Let me, uh, let me convey something to you. This church will always give you truth. I'm not trying to win your approval. I'm trying to win God's approval. Amen. And uh, we are right up against the end. As Brother Arnold prayed, the world is wicked. Men are wicked. Wickedness is all over the earth. And Jesus is about to return. Amen. He's about. This, this dispensation of grace is coming to an end. And uh, so we want you to be prayerful and understand the timetable of the Bible. Uh, last time I was up, I preached from John 10. My sheep hear my voice. And they follow me. Amen. And I was dealing with trust, faith, truth, which brings freedom, triumph, and then tranquility. All of those things are inherent in us following the shepherd. My sheep. Personal pronoun, my sheep. Hear my voice. 
And when folk can't hear Jesus, they're not the sheep. This is it's just that plain, you know, all right? Uh, woo, excuse me. Thankful uh, again to the Lord for all of you and thankful um, to the Lord for what he's doing in our midst. And I don't want to prolong by bringing up what's going on in society, but it's demonic. It's very demonic. I was in the military seven years. We don't need high power rifles. No, no. You don't hunt with high power rifles. You, you, know, you know, this whole thing is man's wickedness. Amen. And uh, society is caving in because uh, of it. So I uh, just want you to be encouraging the Lord and the power of his might and put on the whole armor of God. Now, let me share with you how crazy this world is. Forty years ago, my grandfather was shot down in the streets of South Philly. He was 76 years old, and these two boys approached him to rob him, and they hit him, and he fell down. He got up and hit one of them, and they took out guns, and they shot him. And I, I was with Pastor Walker. We were, I forgot where we were. He and I were somewhere. And uh, what makes this thing so crazy is that uh, when I got back to 19th Street, there were members that said, uh, Reverend Gordon, you better go home. And I hadn't known. And he's been sitting there in his hospital on a slab just trying to revive him. And cops and detectives was all through the hospital. And my oldest brother walked in with his gang. And my grandmother, the matriarch, said, let Jesus handle it. And my brother said, Jesus ain't handling this. We got this. And he actually was going to kill that whole family. They had to put cops all around the house. That's before he got saved. One of the boys that did it was from one of the gangs in South Philly. Forty years ago, he spent the last 40 years in prison. And he sent a message and said, tell Raymond to write a letter to get me out. And uh, I, uh, he was from 15th and Climbing. And uh, so when I heard the message, I said, you got to be kidding me. And then I started thinking about God's grace. God's grace is amazing. It helps us to forgive. It helps us to facilitate. Anyway, to make a long story short, I was, I was baffled. And I got angry all over again. But God, you pray for me and my family because we got, I don't know if I'm doing it or not, but we got, I want to be led of God. You know what I mean? And uh, who knows, maybe the young man might get saved, I don't know. But uh, the Lord is good. Isn't the Lord good? He has not, he has not dealt with us according to our sins, 
nor has he rewarded us according to our iniquities. And when we can't forgive others, God won't forgive us. Isn't that right? So, praise the name of Jesus. The Lord is good, and uh, I'm glad to be back. Glad the sun is out. And uh, I'm just glad to see all of you. I love you. Thank you for your person and your participation in this ministry. Uh, the Lord is mighty, mighty, mighty good. Amen. And, and, and every day we ought to exalt him for who he is. Isn't that right? Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Now we have, we have a couple announcements and uh, we're going to give those announcements this time and we'll get right back with you. Friendly reminder, our sacrificial pledge of $250 per person to help offset monies front-loaded during the pandemic is due Sunday, September 18th. Thank you to everyone committed to the pledge. The rec center is hiring lifeguards. Please contact the church at extension 2205 or send your resume to thurst at stmatthewsbc.com. This concludes today's general announcements. Sweet. Praise the Lord. God is just so good. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. And we are uh, proud of the first black Marines. Amen. Who served this country. And thank God for them. And thank God for all of you. And truly, again, God is an awesome, awesome, awesome God. Now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. You can give your pledge today. There are envelopes in the back of the pews, purple envelopes, or you can wait. But give. Give your tithe, and God will bless you and your family. He is a blessing God to a giving people. Amen? You can't be God-given no matter how hard you try. Choir?
is blessing me right now. Bless the Lord. Isn't the Lord good? The Lord is good. Let's stand for offertory. All things come up to you, O Lord. Praise All things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine own, as we give of thee, Amen. Amen. Love you. So good to see so many preachers out today. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Amen. All right, choir, sing us up.
Father, we thank you for your lordship. Thank you for your goodness, mercy, and grace. Thank you for ordering our steps, changing our hearts, challenging our minds. Thank you for transformation. Oh, God, glorify yourself. May Jesus only be exalted. Move the preacher out of the way. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. We greet you in that name that is above every name. And I got to keep saying that because a lot of churches, a lot of pastors and preachers are humanists. They preach humanism. Amen. And I'll, I'll convey more about that but in this church Jesus Jesus if it had not been for the Lord and you need to keep saying that to yourself so you don't take credit for anything if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side where would I Thank you, Jesus. And growing up in that hood, man, South Philly, I, you know, I'm still alive. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. And you still alive. It's Jesus. Been in car accidents, house fires, uh, you know, just, it's Jesus. He is the reason for every season. He's worthy to be praised. Amen. But for the grace of God, there goes I. Could have a needle in my arm this morning. You could be a prostitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could be eating out of garbage cans. But Jesus. But Jesus. But. <laughs> but. But Jesus is worthy to be free. Now, now we're, we're in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Very familiar passage of scripture. And my, the scripture is no. And God does say no. My grace is sufficient for thee. 
Second Corinthians chapter 12, no, but my grace is sufficient for thee. If you're still on grace, grace is an acronym. God's riches. God's riches. Yeah. G-R, God's riches at the expense of Christ. At Christ's expense. God's riches at the expense of Christ. The benefits and the blessings to the born-again believer in Jesus Christ are incalculable, unimaginable, and uh, beyond our comprehension. Don't ever get to the point where you think you can anticipate God. God is infinite. We are finite. God said, my ways are not your ways. And my thoughts are not your thoughts. And um, God, God's grace gives us a sufficiency over our suffering, our sins, and Satan. God's precious, profound promises are protective, promotive, and according to the providence Almighty God. Grace is God's calling card of divine compassion. And God's grace teaches us yeah, to live in humility to the will of God. teaches us not only how to be submissive in the will of God, but how to surrender to the word of God. Mm. It teaches us how to be solicited to the help, healing, and hope of Almighty. more we learn about grace, the more humble we are. You stop patting yourself on the back. You, you stop thinking you're better than everyone else. And you start to realize that God has privileged you with his manifold blessings. 
That is that uh, in this scenario, and I want to just do a little teaching because when you pull up a text, you don't isolate it from the context. You, you exegete it within context. There, there is always a proposition. The word proposition is main thought. What is the main thought? And then not only is there a proposition, there are principles to be learned in the proposition. Are you getting me? Scripture is never interpreted by itself. Scripture is compared with Scripture to give us truth. Isn't that right? And, and so our main thought here in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, and, and we've been here many, many times before, um, that God is letting Paul know, I don't heal everybody that prays for healing. You know, stop thinking that God is Santa Claus and he's going to do whatever you ask him to know. Then we attach the name of Jesus and we really think he's going to do it. No, everything is purpose according to his will. Am, are, you, are you with me? And, and, and uh, so uh, the Apostle Paul, whom we call the last apostle, he said, I'm one born out of due time. And uh, got knocked down on Damascus Road, Acts chapter 9, and taken to a street called Street. And even Ananias had a problem with Jesus and said, you, you mean you're going to save him? And, uh, and you want me to help him? All the Christians he done killed and thrown in jail and whipped and all that. And, 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 and let, me, let, me, let me stop with a principle. Where much has been forgiven, the same loveth much. I, I, I try to love everybody, even devils. I try to love them. Oh, we got some devils out. I try to love them because I know how messed up I was. Are y'all with me this morning? Mm, I didn't come in here like a trophy like God owed me something. I'm a sinner saved by grace. And the grace was amazing. The grace was amazing. So Paul, after he was knocked down the mass bruise, went to a street called Straight to Ananias' house. Galatians 2 tells us that Jesus took him in Arabia two years and taught him everything. Face to face, the resurrected Christ met with Paul in the desert and taught Paul all his theology and everything. Lord have mercy. That's shouting material right there. Do I have a witness? He never did that to Peter and James and John, he, he, but he did it to Paul. And the Bible says that uh, uh, God, Jesus came to Paul and caught him up into the third heaven. The first heaven is the cloud. Second heaven is the universe. Third heaven is God's throne. Caught him up into the third heaven 
And when Paul got to glory, Paul looked around glory and it was incomprehensible and he could not even articulate what he saw. He saw a rainbow behind the throne of God. He saw the redeemed seated in heavenly places in Christ. He saw gates of pearls and streets of gold. He saw 12 gates, Lord have mercy. He saw all the redeemed. He saw angels coming and going, praising God. He saw the four living creatures before the throne of God saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. He saw the seraphim, Lord have mercy, the six wing angels, two wings to cover their feet because they were standing on holy ground. Two wings to cover their eyes because God's glory was too bright. And two wings to fly away. They couldn't stay in God's presence too long because Jesus was lighting up the heavens. Do I have a witness? Then the cherubims, cherub are burning ones, the ones that stood next to God's throne, they were just on fire. Lord, have mercy. He saw the saints of God singing in heaven glorifying God in heaven. And there were some things God told him, don't, don't write. It's a mystery. Don't write it. And, and so when Paul came back down to earth, God, Jesus, told Paul and gave Paul a principle that applies to us. Lord, have mercy. That privilege has to be balanced by pain. The more privileges you have, the more pain God going to add to your life. Because he wants to balance your mindset. Lord, have mercy. You know, we want all the privileges, but we don't want the pain. Yeah. It's a privilege to pastor this church. It's a privilege to have close to 13,000 members at one time. It's a privilege to have all these great buildings, but I went through some pain, Doc. And still going through pain. It's tight. That's a principle. So as God takes you up that proverbial ladder, don't just climb thinking you're better than everybody else. God may have to balance your privilege with pain so you can remain humble and praise him. Can I get a witness? You See, God wants us to say, it's not I, but it's Christ in us. And the life that I now live, I'm living by faith in the Son of of God. Lord have mercy. Mm, mm, mm. So Paul went to Jesus three times and these are for all these preachers who preach on prosperity and prayers being answered. He went to Jesus three times and Paul wrote 13 Pauline epistles. Nobody in the New Testament had any more faith than Paul.
Nobody. Peter didn't have the faith Paul had. None of them. Lord. And he said, Lord, can you heal me? Because God gave him a DDD, a divine deflationary device, a thorn in the flesh to give Satan permission to buffet him at will. Satan can't do anything with you unless God gives him permission. Let's go home and read Joel 1. Can I get a witness? And the pain was excruciating. Some believe it was eye trouble. Some believe it was other things. And Paul went to Jesus three times and said, Lord, will you heal me? And he said, no, Paul, I'm not healing you. Let me, let me stop Paul's apart so we, we get a balanced view of theology. God is sovereign. Stop thinking you can gravitate, gravitate to a place that God did not sanction. We can only get to a place that God has sanctioned. Do I have a witness? This, this is not no political or this, this is a, no, no, no. You can only be where God wants you to be. Can I get a witness? And wherever you are, you are where God wants you to be right now. Now, 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 where God takes you from here is, is his business, but child of God, God calls you to a place by his providence, his pro video, just ask Joseph in Genesis 35 to 50, he took Joseph and took him from the pit to the palace by way of Potiphar's wife in prison. Are y'all are you with me? God, but, but, but the Bible kept saying, but the Lord was with him. And when the Lord is with you, he's more than the world against you. Hallelujah. So uh, there's a principle here. Now that we got the proposition of sufficiency, and it took me years, and I'm still learning his sufficiency. God is. God says, my sufficiency is greater than your suffering. It's greater than your sin. It's greater than Satan. My grace is sufficient. My God. Grace. Love we don't deserve. His grace gave us the gift of faith to believe. Everybody coming to Christ didn't come. Jesus said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. John chapter 15. Didn't he say that? We can't get saved without grace. We can't get saved without the gift of faith, which is not yours according to Ephesians 2. It's a gift of God. Lest any man should start boasting. The only reason you saved is because God called you. We are saints by calling I wish I had a witness up in this place. We're saying, we're saying, we're saying, just go back and ask Ezekiel, Ezekiel 37, the, 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 the graveyard of dry bones. Son of man, can these bones live? Ezekiel said, thou knowest, Lord. He said, preach to the bones. And when the word went forth, the bones start shattering. They start coming together. Then he said, preach to the wind. The wind was the Holy Ghost. 
and the breath of God hit the bones and the bones became living souls. My God. Paul teaches us a principle. And the principle is that there are times when God is going to deny your requests and say no. Lord, is this the person you want me to marry? No. But I'm in love. No. Maybe that's a bad illustration. Lord, is this, <laughs> is this, is this the job you want me to take? No. Lord, is this the car you want me to buy? No. In everything, we ought to be praying. Amen? And God ain't telling you to jump from church to church either. That's that, that's that worldly attitude. Yeah, that's that worldly attitude that if I can't get my way, I want out. My grandmother belonged to Mother Bethel Church at Six and Arch. She, she was a member there almost 70 years. Now, I'm sure in 70 years, somebody ticked off. But there was a stick to itiveness. Are y'all praying with me? And, and, and so, child of God, there's some, there's, there's, there's some unique principles here. What I want to do real quickly and get out your way. Uh, there are three processes here under grace that I want you to hear. First one is that God's grace uh, compensates for our losses. And, and, and God knows we are fractured, we fail, we're fickle. Come on now. We're messed up. We're faithless. Aren't we? I know because I've been faithless, fractured, and I fail. I fail every day. I'm not sitting up here like a superman that I've overcome. No, I haven't overcome a lot of things. It's grace that keeps putting up with me. It's grace that keeps bringing me out. It's grace that allows me to praise him in the midst of my pain. That's grace. Can I get a witness? And God's grace, listen, compensates for our losses. The loss of faith. Every time I lose faith, God sends favor. Every time I lose faith, God sends strength. Every, every time I lose faith, God sends spiritual sight. And, I'm, and I must admit to you, I have lost faith. I, I, I know you can't announce this, but I have lost faith. God asked, God challenged me to do something, and I just didn't have the faith to do it. Can I get a witness? Uh, and, and every time I feel like throwing the towel in, my brother was singing, every time I want to end it, every time I want to do my own thing, grace shows up. And, and listen, God's grace doesn't come till you need it. God's grace is not living in your house. God's grace is not in your pocketbook. God's grace is not in your car. God's grace is in glory. 
And when we need it, God's grace shows up. When I've lost my faith, times in my life couldn't even pray. Times in my life frustrated. Times in my life when it felt like going back into the world. Times, times. Lord, have mercy. Times in my life, I didn't want to fight temptation. You ain't going to hear no pastor preaching this. I ain't even want to fight temptation. I want to say, temptation, come on in. Let's go back to the thrilling days of yesteryear. Can I get a witness? I'd be lying if I sat up here and told you that for 35 years I was strong. I was weak. It was grace. That gave me victory. Not only does God's grace compensates the loss of faith, God's grace compensates the loss of family. Now I lost my mother, father, and three brothers. Now, thank God all of them were saved. Two, I led to Christ. Thank God all of them were saved. But when they died, I didn't lose it. Neither did you. I, I, I was sad. I shed tears. But I didn't go to the graveyard and get on my knees and start hollering. Grace! Descended down. Grace held everything together. When, when you lose a loved one, especially if they save, grace just holds everything together. You're going to see him again. In the by and by. Yes, you're going to get sad. Yes, you're going to dream about them. Yes, you're going to wish they were still here. Yes, you're going to cherish the members, but you don't lose it. Because grace holds everything together. Doesn't it hold everything together? I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. I'm going to see them again. Because I believe the word of God. To be absent is to be present. When this earthly house dissolves, I got another building eternal in the heavens. And if there was a train, an Amtrak from heaven to earth, nobody be on it. Because once they see Jesus, once they get the glory, they ain't come back here anyhow. Can I get a witness? That, that is, God's grace compensates for our losses. Every time we lose something, every time we lose in the battle, every time it looks like we're losing our mind, grace shows up. And grace speaks peace to our soul. Isn't that right? God, God's grace compensates for our losses. I watched God's grace work in my life, and, and it, it, just, it just blew me away. I was working at ASO up on uh, Roosevelt, off of Roosevelt Boulevard. I think it was F Street. I was in governmental accounting. I had a $6 million account. Uh, 
and I wanted to transfer. I wanted to get back down closer to home, and I put in for some jobs. And uh, to make a long story short, the guy that was interviewing was real funny and fickle. And just when they called me in for interview, he was on leave. So the director had to interview me. He said, Ray, I'm very impressed. I think I'm going to hire you. And people that worked there said, if that other guy hired he wasn't going to hire you. It was grace. And you, and, you, and you can understand that there have been episodes in your life that God, if God's grace wasn't involved, you would have never had the benefit. Can I get a witness? How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? God's grace ah, compensates for our losses. And I've had some losses. Not only of faith and family and function, but failure. I have failed miserably since I've been saved. But grace shows up. And I'm praising God for his grace. Praising God for his mercy. Praising God for his goodness. And, 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 and listen, one, one of the losses I have not mentioned is what could have happened. God even stopped what could have happened. Can I get a witness? What could have happened? I thank God for Sister Gordon. I could have. Married one of them uh, fast women I used to run with who was crazy. Can I get a witness? I'll throw lie on you. Yeah, I'll hook you up. I'll root you. Some of y'all might be rooted now. I, I got I got Can I get a witness? Praise the name of Jesus. God's grace compensates for our loss. But secondly, listen to this. God's grace covers our limitations. I know you think you got it all together. You don't. You don't. You don't. You know, you got in college because somebody misread your SATs. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. I know, I know you think you got it all. Can I get a witness? It's tight. It's tight, but it's right. Mm. God's grace covers our limitations. We are limited in scope. We are limited in faith, we are limited. We we have a lot of limitations. Can I get a witness? And 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 when people start complimenting you too much, you be sitting up there talking about who they talking about me. We we are limited, limited. And 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 the limitations are those flaws and failures and faults that we can't seem to overcome. Grace comes along. And in our limitations, God's grace reigns supreme. 
Because God wants you to know it's not by power, not by might, but by his spirit, saith the Lord. I told, I told you I was, I was in graduate school and I was pastoring and going to school two or three nights a week and trying to pastor and it was killing me. I had to drive into Philly and go to graduate school at night and, you know, workaholic here all day trying to keep up. And most of the people in class was my age. They were working, trying to get their graduate degree. And uh, I had this prof, and he said, okay, here's, here's eight books I want you to read, and I want you to give me critical thinking on uh, these books. I want, I want to see critical thinking. So uh, I was sitting there in class, and I, you know, I didn't read all eight books. Uh, <laughs> I read half of one, and somebody told me just, 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 just read the, read the prologue, read the middle, and then read the epilogue, and you got the book. So I'm rushing through it, and I, you know, I wrote this paper, and I said, ah, it looks pretty good. So Sister Gordon, who has a master's degree, almost 4.0 student, she said, let me see that paper, and she read it. She said, this is undergrad work. This is not graduate work. I said, ain't nothing but a sermon. It's three points in the conclusion. <laughs> I said, that's what they're going to get. And uh, she sat there and went through the books, rewrote the paper. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, proud of this. And I, turn, I, turn, I turned the paper in. I told you I'd need help. And in the class, the professor said, hey, Ray, excellent, excellent, excellent critical analysis. Now, she's a C. means she's analytical, she's critical. And if you're married to a C, they're critical. Can I get a witness? Leave that one alone. And he said, great paper. And everybody turned around and I said, thank you. He gave me an A minus, and uh, and I took it. <laughs> Thank God for it. And uh, God always has somebody in your life to compensate and cover your stuff. Don't miss this. I know you think you're Superman. I know you think you're Batman. I know you think you're Spider-Man, but you're not. You're flawed. You failed. You're fractured. You're messed up, but grace. Your children wouldn't be right if it wasn't the grace that God gave your mate. Oh, Lord, I'm messing up now. Talking about my money. Ain't your money. God owns everything. He owns your soul. He owns your life. Can I get a witness? Grace covers us. Won't it cover you? Won't it cover you? God's been covering me all my life. For some reason, God allowed people to like me. 
and help me. People I barely knew. That's grace. Can I get a witness? It's grace. One of that proverbial ladder because of grace. Can I get a witness? And 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 so so God's grace not only compensates for our losses, but God's grace covers our limitations. What you can't do, He can He can do. He's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Lord have mercy. Hmm. And you know, I, I, you ask me how I feel about myself. I'm, 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 I'm pretty intelligent. Sister G got a IQ of 150 something, mine's 160. <laughs> I, I'm pretty intelligent. I'm pretty intelligent. Pretty intelligent. Got a lot of insights, brother Arnold. I like lying sometimes. <laughs> it's God's grace. That I'm still alive. Lord have mercy. I'm getting out of your way. 1966, one of my boys had a, a, 50, a 57 Ford stick shift on the column. He said, come on, man, let's take a ride. And we all in the car, no seatbelts, no insurance, no license, hot sticker. Somebody know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Crashed into the back of this car, jumped out and started laughing. Just as crazy as a bed bug. And the cops pulled up and said, don't move. Two cops pulled up. We knew we was going to jail. And something came across the cops' uh, uh, radio. Da, da, da. He said, get out of here. And they, they shot off with the sirens. And I said, boy, we lucky. They went luck. That was grace. Can I get a witness? Whatever you've been through, it was God's grace that brought you out. His grace is sufficient. Do I have a witness? So, so Jesus said no to Paul. My grace is sufficient. It, it is greater than, Lord, have mercy. Your sin is greater than Satan. It's greater than your need. Grace. And you have to learn how to live with sufficiency. Do I have a witness? That, that is child of God. It, 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 it compensates for our loss. It, it covers our liabilities. But third, listen to this. It, it, it is God's complete communion to transfer his love. Grace, grace, grace. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Grace. Somebody was praying for me. Had me on their mind, took the time to pray for me. Now, now listen, God ain't in the cheap grace. You can keep doing your thing at God's expense. God will bring you down. Can I get a witness? Grace is your way out. Grace is for you to glorify his name. Grace is for you to magnify the name of Jesus. Grace! Grace frees us. Grace fixes us. Yeah, grace 
is God's gift to us. I'm giving you grace, boy. I'm giving you what you don't deserve. I'm giving you love you don't deserve. And then in theology, uh, uh, there's that mentium that we call where grace gets on the phone and calls up mercy. Mercy. Mercy calls up love. Love calls up perseverance. Perseverance calls up praise. Praise calls up peace. Can I get a witness in the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I'm a recipient of grace. Should be dead, but I'm still here. Should be messed up, but I'm hooked up. I'm crooked up. I, I should, should be, should be in hell but I'm going to heaven. Should be, yeah, broken, but I'm fixed. Should be, uh-huh, complaining, but I'm shouting. Should be, I'm getting out of your way. Should be, turn to your neighbor and say, I should be in hell this morning. But God who is rich in mercy snatch me out of hell can I get a witness put me on a street call straight he's watching over my children watching over the grandchildren watching over my health and strength can I get a witness grace is God's gratitude it's when we need to thank him for what he has done. We need to praise him for where he has bought us from. We need to be grateful for what we have and what we don't have. God's grace is sufficient and is sufficient. It'll keep you floating. It'll keep you up. Can I get a witness? Grace! Thank God for grace. Thank God for mercy. Thank God for goodness. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Grace! Grace! grace and because God has given you his grace he expects you to give others grace give somebody else a second chance forgive somebody for their sins against you harness somebody who's broken Feed the poor. Help the sick. Ah, witness to the prostitute that Jesus loves you. And he died to save you. 
This world's going to hell in a handbasket. Social media. There's some good things on social media, but you got to be very discerning. Because a lot of the information is satanic. And when God sees that you spend more time with worldly things than with him, he said, I'm a jealous God. You ought to support this ministry because we preach the word of God. Can I get a witness? Praise the name of Jesus. Praise him. Praise him. Grace. Got a colonoscopy. Doc says, see you in five years. Grace. Can I get a witness? Every time I go to the doctor, he shows me grace. Boy, don't you know there's people younger than you that's dead? How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Grace! In the name of Jesus. Compensates for our losses. Covers our liabilities. And it completes godly counsel of his love. Let's stay on our feet this morning. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Now, don't take this for granted. If you are not saved, you're on your way to hell. If you need to be saved, if you're unsure if you're saved, raise your hand. Just raise your hand. Be honest with God. You deny me, I'll deny you. Is there one? You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. If your hand is up, come on up here. Praise the name of Jesus. Come on up here. Praise the name of Jesus. Stand right here. Thank you. Come on. Soul saving station. Come on. Come on. I want you to come on up. Give Christ your life. He will protect you. He will provide for you. He will promote you. Praise the name of Jesus. Give Christ your life. Is there another? Is there another? Now let me close on this. I told you something before I preached about this young man, one of the gangs in South Florida, shot my grandfather. Until I experienced grace, I wanted to kill him. Are y'all with me? But once God shows you grace, you feel sorry for the wicked. Are y'all are with me? Once you experience grace, you have a responsibility to spread grace. Do I have a witness? Grace. The grace of God is greater than anything in this world. His sufficiency is greater than your suffering. And Paul goes on in 2 Corinthians 12 and says, ah, when God tells him that, he says, 
I'm strong when I'm really weak because of grace. Can I get a witness? You can do it through the grace. Is there another out there that wants to give their life to Christ? Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for these lovely souls that have come forth saved and sanctified. Bless their families. Bless our church. And God, remind us of your grace. You showed grace while we were born. You showed grace while we were growing up. You showed grace while we got in trouble. You showed grace while we were in college. You showed, you showed grace, Lord God, when we go to the doctor. We showed grace when we lose and uh, loved ones. You have shown grace. Thank you for your grace. For it is truly sufficient. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. I want to ask these souls, thanks for coming. Take the souls in the back. God bless you. Have a great day. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, God's grace is greater than your suffering, your sin, and Satan. Have a great day. Hello. We glorify our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we are excited to be back to church on site. As you may know, we were closed for 16 months due to the pandemic. In response, the Lord has laid on our senior pastor's heart a sacrificial pledge to our Lord. And we are excited and asking everyone to participate and give a $250 sacrificial pledge to help us offset monies front-loaded in our recovery from the pandemic. This pledge will be due by September 18th, 2022. Here are a couple ways to give. Please consider giving online following these easy steps. Visit our website at stmatthewsbc.org. Click on Giving Payments. Click on Donations. And choose Sacrificial Pledge 2022 to complete your transaction. Or feel free to mail in your Sacrificial Pledge to St. Matthew's Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. And remember, as you give, God will surely give back to you, just as it says in Luke 6, 38. Give, and it will be given unto you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Thank you in advance for your pledge, and God bless you. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewsfbc.org. Click donation and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form. All right, guys. So let's let's settle down some. We need you to sing this song with us. Listen up, listen up. God of creation, there at the start before the beginning. 
Jesus.